Hey there, boys and girls. It's Ralph Garman, and you're listening to Talking Cod Swallop. Good choice. Hello, everybody. This is Ming Chen from AMC's Comic Book Man. You might know me from the Tell Him Steve Day podcast and the I Sell Comics podcast. Listen, I love podcasting. I love talking, but what I really love doing is talking cod swallow. Hey, I'm Alicia Witt. I'm Daniel Portman from Game of Thrones. I play Podrick Payne. I'm Ellipses, and you're listening to the talking... Okay, <laughs> I'm Mark Bernard, and you're listening to the Talking Cod Swallop podcast. Hey, man, it's Kevin Smith, Silent Bob, whose voice you were never used to hearing in the 90s until I started opening it up, man. And that's because I'm a podcaster, and you're listening to a podcast, Talking Cod Swallop, right here, man. Welcome to this week's Talking Cod Swallop. I am Gemma. I am the less than normal zombified James. Woohoo, zombie James. <laughs> <laughs> How are you doing, James? Yeah, just to clear up salty tadpoles, I have not actually returned from the dead. I am just running on an awful uh, low level of sleep as ever. Yes. But I'm okay. I'm good. I had five hours sleep last night, so for me, that's pretty good. Woohoo. I was thinking, as a guest, we should try and find a sleep therapist. <laughs> no, seriously. And they could, like, yeah, you could talk to them about your sleep pattern. And after the episode, they'd be going, oh, God, no. We're all partway through. Oh, God, no. Just hang up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even you're too much to deal with, mate. <laughs> and they're going, do you think that means you're just able to deal with my problem? <laughs> I mean, that would be comedy gold, though, wouldn't it, it would. if that happened? <laughs> hey, look, he's blocked us on every platform known to man. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> I just assumed that he was a he. Is she? You know. That, that's true. Yeah, I mean, I can't even assume gender anymore. So, yeah, they, we'll go with that one, they could yeah. have blocked me. Yeah, they could. And blocked this podcast as well because mm. of you. <laughs> yeah, it's shocking. I'm a bad man. Bad, bad, bad. <laughs> but other than tired, how are you doing? I think I'm doing all right. Um, it's cold, it's dark, it's miserable, it's winter. But other than that, yeah, I'm doing okay. Yeah. I think, yeah, not too bad. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, thank you as well. A tiny bit on the tired side, but not mm -hmm. too bad. So I think when the weather goes like this, you kind of yeah. instantly feel a bit more tired, don't you? And it, you know, I'm covering for a few people at work again and stuff. And that's going to be up until Christmas now. So, <laughs> you know, it's kind of just got to take it in your stride, haven't you? And are you back in work as in going in? No, I'm uh, still working from home. Right. It's we're realistically we're not going to be going back into the office until probably mid next year, I imagine. Wow. I mean, you know, I know that they've said that they found a a vaccine and stuff like that, and it's all tested and whatnot. But you know, it's kind of it's you've got to administer it to everybody, haven't you? Yeah. Before and and there's a lot of people out there who don't want to take it. Yeah. Which, it's fair enough. That's their decision. What's your viewpoint on that, actually? Uh, I think anti-vaxxers for the large majority are complete nutbars. So, um, yeah. Um, it, uh, the problem with this is you slide into like, it's almost sliding into political territory, which we don't 
try and discuss, but I really don't like the yeah. idea of not vaccinating. Yeah. My view would simply be this. If you don't take the vaccination and you get ill, my personal view is it'd be on your head be it. Um, and yeah. I would be loath to assist you, but that is just me. That is not the way things will run. So. Yeah. No, I think that's, I think that's a fair vo- point. Um, I'm for the vaccine as well. So I can't sort of do a counter argument for that, but you know, it's like the only other thing though is that because it's all so brand new and okay, yeah, it's been tested and whatnot. I want to know everything about it and every yeah. side effect before it goes into my body. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, because with my diabetes and whatnot, if I'm gonna, if there's a chance of getting something, I'm pretty much gonna get it, you know, because, right. you know, um, that's the nature of why I've been, um, working from home for so long because I do, I pick up colds and whatnot so quickly. Mm-hmm. I only have to be a hundred foot away from someone with a cold and I, I still manage to get it, you know, <laughs> my immune system's pretty crappy. So, but there you go. Anyway, I said that we're going to have an upbeat and jolly episode, and I I brought up that. Sorry. <laughs> Let's be jolly and happy. Yeah, <laughs> but no. With regards to like my week, because of people being furloughed and um, you know money and stuff like that, and also Christmas not feeling like Christmas this year. Mm. As a family, we've decided that Christmas is kind of cancelled. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, we still all love each other very much, but we're not going to get gifts for each other, apart from me and my mum are getting gifts. Okay, so, yeah. Yeah, so I'm going to save a fortune this year. I can't wait. Because mm. <laughs> I usually spoil them rotten, and it's like, oh, it'd be so nice to not spend that money. But it's also quite nice because I still get something as well. So, yeah. So, so Christmas presents are all sorted for me. <laughs> How's your planning for Christmas going? <laughs> you and I touch base on this slightly, but uh, the weird thing I'm feeling at the moment is that Christmas seems to have happened incredibly quickly. Yeah. But I suspect that's because everything's been on pause for so long. It's suddenly, it's almost like it's crept up behind you about to sort of like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> jump. Um, I think I've done all right. I've got most things sort of, I don't have a large pool of people to buy for, uh, which is, uh, some would say it's very sad. I would say it's a bit of a blessing because it makes things simpler. Uh, but yep. I think I've pretty much got most things ready and I've got a lot of the food stuff already sort of planned out. So yeah, I'm not feeling too bad about it. It just seems it'll be there very, very quickly. So. Oh, I think, I think this whole year is kind of, well, it's just mental, isn't it? It's been hmm. a horrible year. So mm-hmm. yeah. So, <laughs> you know, there's that. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I didn't even realize it was Christmas. You know, until a couple of weeks ago. I sort of know what you mean, because I uh, was at work and someone went, hey, but December next week, and you're like, what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, we don't, yeah, it just appeared over overnight, literally, didn't it? One minute was uh, July, and then the next minute is December. <laughs> yeah, it sort of feels like that. It feels like, you know, Christmas will... It'll happen, and I'll be sat with my hair sticking up, looking very confused with what the hell just happened. <laughs> <laughs> Are you planning on being visited by three ghosts this year? I'm visioning it'll be the three ghosts. It'll be uh, the the Muppets, the whole yeah. the whole kit and caboodle will come round, and uh, my plan is just dressed up as a Ghostbuster and uh. <laughs> <laughs> And catch them all. Yep. <laughs> yeah, but like I play Pokemon, you're going to be catching them <laughs> as a Ghostbuster. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> 
But but I do like Christmas. I'm not against it. It just feels like yeah. it's going to be this complete. Well, it's just going to happen very very quickly, and it's going to be difficult for a lot of people, I suspect, because you you were uh, you won't be able to probably see people do the things you want to no. do. But it will be what it will be, and hopefully we'll all come out the other side okay. Yes, exactly. So, James, let's get the um, codswallops out of the way. Have you got yes. a codswallop this week? Yes, and it's Christmas related. Oh, good. <laughs> okay, so. I may not earn many fans with this, but Elf on a Shelf, I hate it. Uh, I find it deeply annoying. I am sick to the back teeth of seeing stuff on Facebook about it. Uh, and personally, my Elf on a Shelf, in fact, uh, I am tempted to buy an elf just to make horrific images of me destroying it uh, and posting it every few days. But yeah, Elf on a Shelf just pisses me off. It's annoying. It's, uh, and I will lose, uh, uh, people will get upset because my friends do it, but seriously, I'm sorry. It, it, ah. <laughs> it's so it's annoying. Really, <laughs> it's, it's really funny because it feels like, well, not two weeks in a trot because obviously you had the amazing episode with Matt Roberts in between. Mm. But yeah, it does feel like you're attacking Jamie Westwood at the moment. <laughs> Jamie, why? Why are you doing, why are you setting these, you're just setting it up for me. <laughs> oh, his, his have been brilliant though. His, um, he's been doing it for his little girl and it's, it's all for kids, isn't it? At the end of the day. But yeah, I, I like Elf on the Shelf. It's quite clever how sort of people's mind work and stuff like yeah. that. But see, I clearly have problems because I get it's for kids and it, it's all right, but I just find it really, I do find it annoying. Uh, it's nothing personal, Jamie. But if I did do Elf on a Shelf, I would probably get banned from Facebook because it would be me setting up images of torturing the little bastard. So, yeah. <laughs> but then I, I recognise I have issues. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> and he's sleep deprived as well. So that's probably yes. not helping. <laughs> yeah. So that's probably why I'm a teensy bit, just a teensy bit more irritable than normal. <laughs> <laughs> God, it's like working with Andy. <laughs> I think what's happening is that I'm becoming worse than Andy. <laughs> I think you are, actually. Yeah. I don't know how it's happened, but yeah, I think you, you are. But, you know, never mind. We still love you. <laughs> yeah, what happened is I allowed Andy on and being his miserable self to soften up the salty tadpoles. So yep. they thought it was the worst it would be. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so did I. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think if I've got any codswallop this week. Oh, only one codswallop I have is tailgaters, but I think, you know, it's quite a common one that I've had before, but hmm. uh, it happened the other day as well that somebody was driving right up my ass. Basically, I could see because it was nighttime, so the lights were on and I could mm -hmm. see my reflection on the road. Do you know what I mean? They were that close. Oh, dear. And um, yeah, and like the, uh, yeah. I, I just feel like putting like a bumper sticker on. Do you do you want to come into my car? You know, it's does <laughs> my head in. <laughs> There's just no need for it. You know. Yeah. Just, I mean, I am guilty of it. I, I know I'm guilty of it sometimes. I don't do it a lot, but it's generally like I'm in a rush and you've got somebody who's really going pointlessly slow in front of me. Uh, yeah, but I, I wasn't also... going pointlessly uh, pointlessly slow though, just to interrupt. Sorry, That's I was right. doing like. Oh, well, I think I was just doing over 30 and it was a 30 zone. So mm -hmm. I try after my speeding fine, I try to keep to the speed limit now as much as I can. Mm. But, you know, it's not like I was going slow. I was going the speed limit. So, mm. yeah. 
Sorry, um, carry on. Yeah, no, I mean, the other thing that gets me a bit with the on the driving front that's a bit annoying is the number of people driving with full beams on mm. and not dipping them, so they blind you as they're coming towards you. But, yeah, it's I'm not the only person who noticed that. It's probably a bit more prevalent around here because it's country lanes and a lot darker, but come on, people. Yeah, I get it. Ooh, <laughs> I have another voice. <laughs> I get it a lot as well with the full beams because, mm. yeah, and I, again – it's like country roads that mm-hmm. I drive on for the most part. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, yeah, that is annoying as well. And they, they don't dip their lights until the last minute. And it's like, uh, assholes. Wait, they, they dip the lights. <laughs> we don't even, I don't always get that. So no, no, sometimes you do. Sometimes you don't, but mm. oh, that actually reminds me of a funny story just quickly that I'd um, picked up my dad. And from hospital, I, I can't remember the reason why I was in hospital or whatever, but it's irrelevant anyway. So me, my dad, um, in the front and my mum was in the back and we had to be diverted. So it was like a proper, proper country road that we drove down. So one of those really horrible narrow ones. And, um, yeah, so I had my lights on full beam because I hadn't been a driver for very long. Mm-hmm. And uh, this guy overtook me. And my dad's going, well, what I thought he was going was, dick, dick, dick. <laughs> he was actually just trying to tell me to dip my lights. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, I know, he's all right, dick. And he's like, no, dip. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, blinded. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So that really, yeah, that just popped into my head then, because uh, when we were talking about it. But yeah, yeah, because I, I know that I hadn't been driving massively long. Hmm. You know, it's like a year or two or something like that. You know, so yeah, many moons ago. We're now stealing Car Corner from Andy. We are. Uh, we, well, and, it's not Andy's. <laughs> no, that's true. And I forget. Uh, uh, also, uh, happy birthday to Andy. It was his birthday, I think, last week. So it was a good one. Yeah. Yes. Because I, I, know, I know one like me who does actually listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> listen to last week's episode, didn't you? I did, yeah, I did. Yeah. I am actually getting better. I am starting to listen to them. I really enjoyed last week's. It was good. Thank it was you. very, too, it was interesting hearing things from a musician's uh, point of view. I liked it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, Matt, obviously he was very tolerant of me. Um, the fact that we had to re-record the episode, but <laughs> that was that was fun. Let's say in adverted commas. <laughs> but no, yeah. Uh, to be honest, I'm kind of glad that we did because where we'd already spoken, hmm. I felt like the second version was actually even better. Excellent. Um. So yeah. So that was good. Yeah. He's so fascinating, isn't he? He's, and he's hmm. so clever he as well. He's what you call. Uh, he's, like, well, he's multi-talented. I think he's like a. He's like, oh, I keep forgetting the word. A something threat. They call somebody who can do loads um, of different things. Yeah. This is exactly what went wrong when I interviewed Neil Innes. I was trying to remember that. I always remember. It. I was trying to remember what the word was. And I just yeah. like came out with some complete crap <laughs> to describe him. <laughs> I was like, uh. <laughs> isn't it a multi-something threat? Is it a multi? Ah, uh, one of you salty tadpoles somewhere will know the answer to this. Just tweet me or something, because, you know, I'm sleep deprived <laughs> and confused. <laughs> yes, I think that's a good idea, because we're not going to sit here and Google. Actually, <laughs> we, before we move on, we mm-hmm. do have a salty tadpole codswallop this week as well. Okay. 
which is from Robin Maloney. Oh. He's put, here is my codswallop. What a bunch of fucking see you na- naughty Tuesday. Mm. <laughs> Filthy. Yep. You know, I won't say the word. I only wish the very worst for the lot of them. And what he sent us was, just bear with me, an article which was COVID-19 more than 150 arrests as anti-lockdown protesters clash with London police. Mm. Demonstrators marched through the city chanting freedom with some carrying placards reading stop controlling us. So it kind of goes on, but, you know, basically we get the gist of it that, you know, Mm. like, so they're protesting the fact that they don't want to be in lockdown anymore. I mean, nobody does, you know. But then if people keep doing these kind of things, yeah. you're going to be in lockdown for longer, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, basically these people are dumbasses of the highest order. And frankly, they end up, again, I'm going to reiterate to my anti-vaccine thing. I know it can't happen, but for a personal view, if you were this stupidly idiotic, what they're doing is irresponsible. So if you end up ill or with COVID, if I was running the show, it'd be like, well, I'm sorry, tough shit. You did this to yourself. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So... As we've got our codswallop off our chest now then, and Christmas is looming near, I thought for those of you who've not got Christmas presents yet, I thought I would look up 31 gifts you should never, ever give someone. Mm-hmm. So, James, you've got the article as well, haven't you? So I have. If we take it in turns reading them, and mm-hmm. then um, you, we can give the salty tadpoles a good idea as to what not to get your loved ones this Christmas. Yes. How's that sound? Yeah, good. Sounds good to me. Do you want me to start? Uh, yes, yes, I'll let you start. Okay. It says, it always feels better to give than to receive. I don't know. I quite like receiving. <laughs> I couldn't possibly comment. <laughs> <laughs> but nothing feels worse than watching someone open a gift and pretend to like it. Save yourself the embarrassment by skipping these worst gifts of all time and cringe along with us instead. Right, so the first one is exercise gear. We all have at least one friend who's obsessed with fitness but you don't want to risk unintentionally insulting that she needs to lose weight. I don't know why she could be he, but she or he needs to lose weight. Hmm. I don't know if I'd have so much of a problem getting that as a present, if I'm honest. No, exactly. <laughs> so some of these are not going to necessarily be true um, hmm. to everybody, but yeah, this is what the article says. So The second one is pets. So living, breathing creatures, the gifts that keep on giving. <laughs> Because <laughs> you're stuck with them for life. <laughs> yeah. Now we get someone an animal they may not be able to take care of, especially something semi scary like a lizard. Oh, <laughs> but the lizard in the picture is really cool. So I don't mm. know. I'd quite like <laughs> Fifty Shades of Grey. Whoa. Romance novels. There would be so many shades of red. If you had to open up this steamy series in front of friends and family. <laughs> this I agree with. There's definite truth to it because just to be, you know, to actually be reading that piling, you know, pile of steaming crap. Uh, yes. Yeah, I, I wouldn't <laughs> want that as a present either. No, me neither. And also I've never even watched the films either. It was, no, it was just like I too much hype. If there's too much hype about something, then I don't want to watch it. No. The the next one is quite good. Anything regifted, <laughs> to the point, just don't. 
<laughs> yeah, I like that. <laughs> I read gift gifts all the time, I have to say. <laughs> Don't judge your salty tadpoles. Don't judge her. <laughs> you can judge me. It's all right. Because if you get a present from me, it'll probably be re-gifted. <laughs> 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 so the next one is work dress now you don't want to see the look on her face when you brought a size 10 when she wears a size 6 <laughs> this must be a female centric magazine or something yeah like it's good housekeeping it's a female magazine oh, that's I, right. <laughs> uh okay well that's yeah that's that's why this article is solely for females Sorry. It's okay. The next one is a calendar for a year that already happened. <laughs> <laughs> Might seem a bit obvious, but you'd hate to give someone a calendar only good for a month. <laughs> All right, number seven, DVDs. Getting someone a DVD used to be cool, but thanks to media boxes like Apple TV, CD drives are basically extinct these days. You'd be better off wrapping up an antique. Uh, I don't know. I like having the physical medium still. Yeah, I quite like that. Uh, the fact that you've not even written that part of the article right, that you don't put a DVD in a CD drive. Oh, yeah, good point. Yeah, I didn't even notice. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, you know, if it was like a specific DVD that I've been after for a while. Sorry, my chair's not very comfy this evening. So, so they got your Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I wouldn't like that. Uh, and especially if it was re-gifted. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the next one, I don't actually have a problem with this. Plane ticket. Yeah. I think that's quite a good gift. I think it's a lovely gift. If anyone wants to buy me a plane ticket when it's all over, when this is all over, feel free. It's fine. <laughs> that's insane, isn't it? It's like most people would like a uh, holiday. I think we're going to find ourselves disagreeing with an awful lot of these. <laughs> Yeah, me too. <laughs> this next one I'm, I might disagree with as well. Cash. Little kids or teens might want cash, but giving grown adults a wad of dollars is just awkward. I love getting cash. I don't have a problem with that either. Screw you, good housekeeping. Yeah, exactly. This next one, though. <laughs> that one I agree with. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it says wrinkle cream. What about a nice seasonally scented lotion instead? I mean, I can't appreciate this pain because I have no wrinkles. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, you're perfect, aren't you, James? <laughs> well, you know, I don't like to say it, but clearly, yes. Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> and this next one, number 11, cleaning supplies. That is definitely the worst Christmas present ever. Your favourite cleaning tools and sprays might put a smile on your face, but your friends and family are going to wonder what you're really trying to say if you were to open them as a gift. Yeah, never buy anyone cleaning supplies. Because I once worked at B&Q and um, somebody... I think it was an ironing board that they brought for their wife and it was kind of like on uh, Christmas Eve, uh, not Christmas <laughs> Eve, um, Boxing Day or whenever it was, just after Christmas anyway. <laughs> they had to come in and return it. <laughs> and he, he told me the reason. He said, oh, I brought it for um, for my wife uh, for Christmas. And she was like, yeah. And I went, oh, no. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Never do that. <laughs> The next one I, I could agree with and disagree with. So a new set of cutlery could be a very helpful gift for a novice cook or someone starting their first home. I agree with that. 
but don't just give one big knife. <laughs> That's, creepy. <laughs> That's creepy. Yeah, I can kind of see why that might be slightly nervy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, especially if it's like Norman Bates who's bought you it. Then you've got a problem. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's, when you open it up, if you get the ready for the um, the music ready for the um... <laughs> the shower scene. <laughs> yeah, the shower yeah, scene exactly. in Psycho. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Next one is ugly sweater. They might be ironic and fun for parties, but they also make horrible gifts. Mm, I, I agree. That. Yeah, I agree. I hate Christmas sweaters as well. Yeah. I, they, they just really annoy me. I don't see the point of them. Uh, and no. I really don't understand when they make people dress up in them for like work events. But anyway, enough of yeah, that. Yeah, my work does that to me as well. So mm. See, <laughs> I don't get this one either. I don't have a problem with this fruitcake. What's wrong with getting somebody fruitcake or, or a cake even? I don't understand the problem with that. No. Yeah, weird. Definitely. I think it is actually quite nice to get fruitcake. So. <laughs> I'd agree with yeah. that. Or some sort of Christmas cake. Yeah, I think that's, yeah, good housekeeping. Yeah, good housekeeping. The same people who tell you what not to wear on Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> I will wear a mini sombrero, damn it. <laughs> I thought you were going to say a mini skirt then. <laughs> well, yeah, that too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, so the next one is lingerie, which I actually disagree with as well. I don't see the problem with this. Yeah, that can be cast as like romantic, although it does read on. So, you know, I'll read it for you. Mm-hmm. But if it's from like a boyfriend to a girlfriend or vice versa, you know, kind of thing. Or a girlfriend or a girlfriend or, you know, what a romantic couple, then um, I don't see the problem. But, yeah, it says, if you're giving it to a significant other, then that's romantic. If you're giving it to your niece, then that's weird. Mm. But why would you give it to your niece? Yeah, I don't know. It could be showing some very <laughs> inappropriate relationship, I guess. No, exactly. It's a bit like you know, giving your niece a dildo. It's, you're not going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't recommend that. That would probably be very frowned upon. Yeah. Uh, the next one is a bit of an odd one because they're saying don't buy someone skis because, you know, yeah, they're very expensive and they require ski lessons. Who's going to front that bill? But let's be honest, 99% of the time, if you buy somebody skis, they're probably already into skiing. It's not like you're just going to go, huh, I'll buy somebody a pair of skis. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm returning to my original point. Screw you, good housekeeping. Yeah, so far, house, uh, good housekeeping. We're only agreeing with about 30% of this, aren't we? <laughs> if that. <laughs> if that, yeah. <laughs> we haven't got even halfway through yet. So the next one is souvenirs. Did they visit this place? Then they probably don't need a tacky magnet to commemorate. Commemorate? Yes, yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> Look at me again. Words. <laughs> <laughs> they don't need a tacky magnet to commemorate. I'm not getting that right. Your experience. I love giving people magnets. Some people really like that. Yeah, we'll have to agree to disagree on that one. <laughs> well, I'm sending you a, a ton of magnets from Weymouth now, and you oh, will put no. them up. <laughs> yeah, put them in the garage where nobody can see them. <laughs> no, no, on the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> or if not, I'm go- I know where you live, James. This is true. I will drive to your house wow. and purposely come and glue them on your fridge. Oh, dear. 
that's yeah. that's dedication to the cause. Um, yeah, exactly, because it's like a five-hour drive or a six-hour yeah. drive. <laughs> the next one's a bit of a, a donation to a cause you don't support. Check before you make any donations in your friend or family member's name. See, I, I donate to something somebody hates just to create... <laughs> <laughs> chaos you do did you say <laughs> no i would do i'm but i'm starting to think that's a really good idea instead of i want to antagonize i'll just mess with it a sense of humor front i'm going to find something you don't like and donate to it oh that'd be good wouldn't it hey jamie jamie is there anything you don't like that i can donate to you at the moment <laughs> <laughs> Okay, how do we say that next word? Uh, that's a good point. I've not heard of those. Uh, chus, 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 even chus-kis? I can't say it. Chustus. Anyway. Chustus. Handmade gifts. Yeah, let's run with yeah. that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll go with handmade gifts. A handmade gifts or even a thoughtful card would be better than these entirely useless figurines. So it's little figurines of uh, deer and rocking horses. But again, I'd like them. Yeah, that's not such a terrible thing. Now there's the next one, air freshener. Candles at least have some built-in seasonal sentimentality, it says. But give me some air freshener. It's like saying your house smells. But it depends on what sort of air freshener it is. Yeah, if it's a Glade 2-in-1, I mean, you know, they're not cheap. <laughs> or it could be Christmassy air freshener. So it's not necessarily such a bad gift. Wow, they really are failing on this. This, uh, they are. this this publication epic epic fail yes you're almost as bad as the mirror and the metro <laughs> almost but you can at least smell smell spell smell? They can, <laughs> yes smell and spell at the same time yeah <laughs> okay the next one is shapewear <laughs> so basically underwear that shapes you mm-hmm. just don't be cruel the, the next one would be in it very i think just an interesting gift in itself a hoverboard they were the it toy last year, but are so dangerous that the government had to recall hundreds of thousands of models. Depends if you hate the person or not, want them to hurt themselves. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love the fact that it was the it toy, though. It's almost like, oh, that was so 2019 or whenever this article was written. Or eternity, it was the shit toy. <laughs> because <laughs> the amount of carnage it created. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, this next one actually might have been quite useful in the first uh, lockdown. Uh, yes, yes. Yeah. Toilet paper. Rule of thumb, if they already order it in bulk on Amazon, it doesn't make a thoughtful gift. But it does if you're in the middle of a pandemic. Hmm. And you might really need toilet paper. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, what if that happens? Ah, yes. The next one, hair dye. You can't just tell someone that they need to touch their roots. The hold is just stressful enough. I can't see that you just randomly buy someone hair dye. So. <laughs> I've never thought about giving anything like that at Christmas. Hmm. That seems like a crazy idea. <laughs> and this one equally kind of sounds a bit crazy as well, unless you know that the person goes on a, uh, goes regularly. Hmm. A gift voucher for a wax. Hmm. <laughs> Not just a massage or anything hmm. like that. A wax. Yes. <laughs> a massage, a manicure, or a facial are lovely ways to show someone they deserve to be pampered. Just choose your spa service wisely. Hmm. 
What if the person likes to go for a wax? They might want a wax. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it would, again, be a strange random present. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, the next one, I just can't see anyone would actually buy from someone unless they literally were panicked in a store going, oh, my God, what do I get this person? Oh, that'll yeah. do. Uh, a fly swatter. Do they have flies swarming around? Because your gift idea stinks. Ho, 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 ho. Oh, you were like Father Christmas then. <laughs> 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 now this next one i think everybody needs this yeah so yeah i agree again they're wrong socks i just shouldn't say that too loudly because uh, my mum's um, boyfriend's dog is called socks so, <laughs> <laughs> so he might start barking in a minute you can do better is what it says but i love getting socks socks are good yeah like themed socks or whatever i get the favorite pair that i've got are um it's got written on there, I'm a little chilli, and it's got loads of little chilies on it. Yeah, that's, that's quite nice. I don't have a promby socks. I like them as a present. Yeah. <laughs> the, the next one is what Jamie's going to buy of me. Yep. A voodoo doll. Who don't do this, even if it seems like a hilarious idea. <laughs> you hear that, Jamie? Don't. I've had a bit agree with good housekeeping here, Jamie. Don't buy that voodoo doll of me. Do not do it. It would be wrong. Very wrong. And also, why has it got a little bow tie? <laughs> Clearly, it's Doctor Who. Ah. Yeah, so... Mm, Doctor Who has gone down uh, uh, the pan rather a lot, so yeah, maybe that's why the voodoo doll in it. Who knows? Mm, maybe. Okay, this next one is rather weird as well. Mm. A fertility charm. Mm. Any sort of pregnancy charm might seem like a sweet gesture to a young couple trying to conceive, but it's the exact sort of pressure they just don't need. But also, it's it's kind of weird to get like a green rabbit foot. Yeah, I mean, I didn't even know that's what that was. I, I wouldn't even know that was supposed to be some sort of charm. No, I um, and I just assumed that that was a rabbit's foot. Hmm, possibly. Yeah, it's a green fluffy ball of fluff. Hmm. That's what I'd see. Ooh. Correct, that's how I'd view it as well. Yeah. Next one, again, seems a very random gift to get someone. I would be happy with this if I'd asked for it. A scale. If someone gives you a scale, you have every right to hand it right back to them. Now, in this case, they're showing it as a, you know, a scale that someone would use to weigh themselves, so... Yeah, I think with that one, it's kind of like a no-go area, really, with hmm. that one. Unless it's, of course, you know, like, the the person, you know, I'm sort of saying woman, but, you know, the person's actually specifically asked for it, so... Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so, last but not least... Uh, sorry, not last but not least. Um, the one before the last but not least. The penultimate. The penultimate. Well done. <laughs> I knew I kept you around for a reason. Yep. <laughs> Clip-on hair extensions. Just what nobody ever wanted. <laughs> I, I, I honestly saw this picture and thought it was like a snake or something at first. <laughs> I thought it was a snake as well. Yeah. <laughs> oh, where's yours then? Uh. My, my final one's great, just said, need more ideas. <laughs> so, yeah, again, good housekeeping. Uh, uh, well, it did say 31 gifts. Uh, we expected a 30 seconds. It says 31 of 32. Ah, yes. So, in fact, I was right. The last but not least was correct, actually. Yes. So, yeah. <laughs> well, hopefully that's given people some really good ideas on what not to get people. So, fingers crossed. Hmm. Yeah, but I just thought, oh, we might have a little bit of a chuckle with that. But yeah, I'd say about 20% of that was correct. I think you've been very, very nice by saying 20%. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. Well, you know me, I've got to carry on being nice, haven't I? One of us yeah. has got to. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, you've got to basically, uh, you know, you've got to be like uh, 90% nicer than you normally would just to, uh, which is very nice, obviously, and kind, just to make up for my uh, my my uh, miserableness. Yeah, your saltiness. <laughs> mm, very salty. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like something that's salty that's been pickled in brine with extra salt added. <laughs> oh, dear, you're not that bad. You're not no. that bad. No. Not too bad. Yeah, exactly. So next thing on the agenda, we've got an agenda this week. <laughs> well, we do now. <laughs> um, Would you like to do some Would You Rathers, James? You're goddamn right I would. Cool. Let's do it. Yeah, did you want to go first this time? Now, there's one question I thought was great that I actually want to ask myself. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I may try and send it over to you. Hang on. Okay, so James has sent me a would you rather that he'd like me to ask him. So, would you rather have free Wi-Fi everywhere you go or have a free coffee wherever, whenever you want? I mean, I know the answer to that. Yeah. But. Coffee. Coffee, 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 coffee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I'd, I think I'd be with the coffee as well. Because, hmm. yeah, I mean, the free Wi-Fi is kind of everywhere anyway, isn't it? So, <laughs> Yeah, so I found the question I'm going to ask you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't get free coffee very often. No. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Bring me the coffee. Yes. All the coffee. Bring it down your neck. <laughs> mm. Hook it up to my veins as well. <laughs> well, you seem, going by that, you seem to have found some rather tame... Uh, would you rather's, whereas okay. I found some rather rude ones. <laughs> Fire away. I'm desperate to hear yours. <laughs> no, you're next. Okay, then. Because I had to ask your question. Okay. <laughs> so, would you rather eat your dead friend or kill your dog and eat it when you were marooned on a lonely island? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's horrible. <laughs> yep. I take it all back. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my friend's... My friend's dead already, yeah? Yes. Probably probably eat the friend. I couldn't kill the dog. Mm. See, it's a difficult one because I'm not sure what my friend's died of. So he could be getting a bit, you know, gangrenous uh, and rotting away. Uh, so it might make more sense to kill the dog because you've got a fresh meal. But to be fair, you need company or you go bonkers. And yes. doggies are lovely. So I couldn't do that. No, I couldn't. I couldn't kill the dog. Definitely not. I mean, like I said, I, I wouldn't be able to kill the friend either, but if the friend's already dead, then, you know. And at least it would be a bit more of a meal, I guess. That's true. As long as they haven't got gangrene or whatever. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so would you rather go bright purple when you're embarrassed or sweat so much you soak your clothes? Oh, God. Uh, difficult. Um yeah, I'd go with the purple. Yeah, I think I'd go with the purple as well with that one. Yeah. I hate going to the gym and stuff like that purely because I hate getting sweaty. Hmm. So, and I hate people sort of, well, I know that people don't even look at you, but, you know, thinking that people are going to look at you. Yeah. So I would have to go bright purple um, and hope that I wouldn't get embarrassed. Hmm. <laughs> My next one is an interesting one. Would you rather leave your unemployed son homeless or pay for his drug habits and illegal activities. Leave him homeless. Yeah, I think I would, to be honest. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't feed the the drug addiction. No, definitely. Not. And, the, and the, the other dodgy activities. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Okay. 
Would you rather fart every time you laugh or burp every time you cry? Um, hmm. Probably burp. Yeah, because I don't cry very often. No. I'd say burp. Yeah. yeah. I told Chris off the other day, by the way. Okay. But, uh, yeah, he, he couldn't remember. He does now, but he couldn't remember <laughs> my birthday. And, uh, but he could almost down to the moment remember the first time I accidentally farted in front of him. (laughs) (laughs) Terrible. That, Chris, Chris, that's really poor, man. That's very bad. Dude, dude, doghouse, dude, doghouse. Yeah. He knows when it is now, though, so it's all right. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, he can't see properly anymore. He keeps walking funny. But, you know, (laughs) he'll remember. <laughs> He's only got one testicle now because the other yeah. one's like inside him. <laughs> yeah, really. I, that's I thought you let him off very light things. I thought you would put it in a jar to remind him. <laughs> <laughs> what with the second of April tattooed on it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay. So, would you rather end death due to car accident or end terrorism? End terrorism, I think. Yours are very, very serious. Mm, dark, aren't they? <laughs> they are, yeah. I can always suggested this. I meant like light-hearted ones. <laughs> nope. But, yeah. I think, well, end... <laughs> it's hard, isn't it? Because probably it the is, majority... Yeah. yeah, more people probably die from um, car accidents. Yeah, they will do. But, but the whole thing about terrorism is that it affects a lot more people. Yeah. And so it, it's, I think I'd go it, with terrorism. Yeah. I know I would as well, actually. Yeah. Right. Just have a couple more. Um, would you rather have a 10-inch long belly button that swayed to the music or accordions for legs? Ah, gee, <laughs> God. Uh, oh, ah. God. Accordions, definitely. The belly button thing's really made me... Feel uncomfortable. <laughs> what a vile thought that is. Yeah, I know. It's horrible in there. <laughs> oh, it made me laugh, though. <laughs> I would also have accordions for legs as well, because that would be quite funny to walk in a room, wouldn't it? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> <I>, yeah. Jim's on the Okay, here's one. Okay. Would you rather end the life of a single human being oh, God. or a hundred cute baby animals? Oh, James, that's horrible. <laughs> yeah, see, dark. <laughs> yeah, dark. Oh, it'd have to be the human. I think it's going to be the animals for me. But then, if they're babies... Yes, they are babies. They might not have been on the planet for long, so yeah. like, the human might actually have a family and yeah. stuff like that. So I think as much as it would have to pay me, actually, I'd have to go with the baby animals, but I would be crying my eyes out, eyes out and burping as I go, you know, <laughs> with my accordion legs. Yep. <laughs> okay, I'm doing one more because yours is too dark. <laughs> uh, let's make it a good one. Would you rather... Never have to pee again or never have to shit again? Never have to shit again. Yeah, me too. I think that was a bit easy, that one, wasn't it? Mm. Um, and I've got one more. Okay, go on. If you were reborn in a new life, would you rather be alive in the past or the future? Ooh. Yeah, it's a good one. That is a good one. That is a good one to end this um, this thing on. Hmm. Um, 
I think I would like to be in the... I think I'd like to be in the past. Hmm. Any particular reason? I was thinking because I've already, through like history and stuff like that, I already know kind of things that have happened. Mm-hmm. Whereas in the future, you don't know what's going to happen. Correct. I think that's the reason why I go with that one. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, as much as you'd want to see the future, if you think about, say, something like when you watch the Back to the Future 2, you're like, this will be 2015, it'll be all these things. And the reality is, 2015 really wasn't that different from, you know, say, the 80s, apart from, they got a few things yeah. right in Back to the Future, like TV, the way TVs were set out, things like that, um, and sort of like, you know, Skype and things. Um, I would probably go for the past, because as you said, you don't know what's going to happen in the future, and if you have knowledge in the past, so I'm going to work on the idea that you still have, you retain a bit of knowledge. Yeah. Of what's going to go on. If you go backwards, you could say invest in all the right things, make all the oh. right moves. And have yeah. a, a very good life for yourself. So you could be like the person who goes, right, I'm going to invest in Apple or I'm going to invest in Facebook right at the start. And you could have a very yeah. interesting run with things. Yeah, go with 50 quid, put it down for 50 quid and be like mm. a millionaire by the end of the year. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I like that, James. I like that. Yes. It's a bit like, um, do you remember or did you ever watch um, Good Night Sweetheart? Yes, yes, I remember that with Nicholas Lindhurst, yeah. Yeah, I absolutely loved that programme. I still love it to this day. It's a bit like that, really, isn't mm. it? Because he mm-hmm. was a time traveller that went back and forth. I know, obviously, you know, but just for anybody who never watched it, he found a time portal in his, um well, it was down a street, basically, wasn't it? That Yeah, like an alleyway, yeah. Yeah, and he went back to the 1940s. Mm-hmm. So during the like war time, but because he was big into the war history and stuff like that, he had all the books on it that could tell him, you know, what kind of things are going to happen and when, you know, exactly things were going to happen. And in the end, well, I won't spoil it because if people haven't watched it, I suppose, mm-hmm. you know, but he had to make a decision at the end, you know, which timeline he wanted to stay in, didn't he? So yeah, because he had like a, a, a wife in both time periods yeah. and it was just very interesting because he'd like you sit and play the piano and sing but he'd basically they'd be like saying you've created these brilliant bits of music and he'd be like playing the Beatles yeah <laughs> <laughs> or like the beautiful south <laughs> claiming it is his own yeah exactly yeah it was really funny and like bringing um what's it called like stockings yeah <laughs> yeah from marks and spencers or whatever and they're like oh my god we've not had these for ages we've had to you know use a tea bag and and a line for you know stockings yeah. kind of thing mm. you know nowadays we're all like faffing around the fact that you know tights and stockings and stuff like that always fall down but you know in those days it was uh quite the done thing so mm. <laughs> but yeah i love that program i think i've got all of the box sets somewhere so I might revisit that at some point. Cool. Yeah. Right, so let's get on to some stories of the week then, James. Did you want to go first or shall I go first? I'll let you go first. Okay, because you've got a nice juicy one, haven't you? <laughs> I have. And we're on about the story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as well. <laughs> as well, yeah. <laughs> okay, so as I mentioned, that this story has... um James's codswallop involved. So this is about Elf on the Shelf. So mum leaves son five in tears after cruel Elf on the Shelf prank backfires. 
Tanya Lee shared her inventive elf-on-the-shelf hiding places with fellow parents on Facebook, but she was criticised for taking things too far by a few people who called her cruel. A mum left her son traumatised after an elf-on-the-shelf prank sensationally backfired. Tanya Lee, 30, admitted she appeared to be a bad parent after she convinced her five-year-old son, Oscar, that his toy Grinch had eaten the elf in their kitchen. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. The youngster sobbed for half an hour and now won't trust the Grinch, keeping it away from the elf on the shelf at their home in Kingsland in Norfolk. A hilarious photo shows bones left from a roast chicken in the formation of a skeleton (laughs) covered in blood beside the Grinch Grinch toy (laughs) who is holding cutlery as if it had devoured the elf. Photo's brilliant. I'll send it to you in a minute. <laughs> I'm sold straight away. I love this person. <laughs> Tanya, who is a carer. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with Tanya all the way on this one. She can yeah. do no wrong. I love that she's a carer, though. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love that too. But I still yeah. say, you can do no wrong. You go, girl. (laughs) Said, we had a roast chicken on Sunday and the bones left a perfect elf-shaped skeleton. So I thought I'd play this joke on Oscar. I went for it and left the skeleton out as if the Grinch ate elf on the shelf. But my little boy cried and cried. He cried for half an hour. His first words after were, the Grinch shouldn't have eaten her. The Grinch is not allowed to eat her. I had to open the cupboard and show him that the elf was actually hiding and it was all a silly joke. He was relieved when he found out, but he still will not look at the Grinch toy at all. Every time I put the elf near the Grinch now, he moves it away. (laughs) He knows he's not allowed to touch the elf, but he moves the Grinch as he thinks the Grinch is going to eat the elf again. Although mum of one, Tanya, laughs so much at the gag, she has faced a backlash online after sharing the snap. One posted, that's a bit cruel, you shouldn't do that. Another said, I'm not surprised he was traumatised. This is not a nice joke to play to a child. Ugh, whatever. Um... (laughs) Yeah. It's like the keyboard warriors came out to play. Yeah. But single mum Tanya, so she's single, James. So you could yep. always, you know, look her up. Slide into those DMs, yep. Yeah, exactly. Who has used Elf on the Shelf every year since 2017, said, It was funny. I laughed so much at it. I didn't think he'd react like that, but it's still funny. I know I probably sound like a bad parent, but it was too funny. He's my child at the end of the day. If I think he can cope with it, then I'll do it. He can cope with it. I gave birth to my child, so I know my child. He was fine with it. He cried a bit, but he was fine after that. I have expected these negative comments online. There have been some positive ones, actually, though. Some people just love the picture. Elf on the Shelf has become a tradition in many UK households every Christmas for the past 10 years or so, 
and was created to encourage good behaviour in the run-up to Christmas Day. Parents tell their children that the elf will keep an eye on them and report back to Santa Claus each night to say who has been naughty and who has been nice, returning in the morning to a new spot in their house. I mean, this goes on a little bit more. Let's see if there's anything... There's nothing really much more to this story, to be honest. So I'm not going to carry on reading. There was only a little bit more, but, you know, it was enough. But, yeah, your thoughts, James? The elf got everything uh, that it deserved. It had it all coming. Yeah. Screw the elf. Uh, <laughs> the, elf the elf should go in a blender. But, Jamie, that's your idea for your next uh, elf on a shelf image. Uh, <laughs> put it in a blender. <laughs> <laughs> Turn it on and watch the fun erupt. Wee. <laughs> I will send you the picture now as well Or not now, Excellent. but I'll send it to you in a minute So James, you know, you've heard my story Yes, uh, and I will just say again Jamie, do the inner blender And I know it's a great idea, you can thank me later <laughs> Alternatively, elf and kerosene Just throwing that out there Right, so A man has finally had a coin removed from his nose After it was stuck for more than half a century So <laughs> A 59-year-old unnamed Russian man was aged just six when he wedged the money into his right nostril. He was too scared to tell his strict mother about it. They later forgot, local media reported. <laughs> now, the man apparently managed to live for the next 50 years unimpeded by the blockage until he recently started complaining he could not breathe at all in his right nostril. He went to hospital and was given a scan which saw the unexpected object in the nasal passage. Uh, rhinoliths, stones in the nasal cavity, had formed around the coin, constricting its ability to breathe. Medics carried out endoscopic surgery under general anaesthetic, removing the stones and re retrieving the Soviet one Kopec coin from his nose after 53 years. <laughs> the money, officially worth around one penny at the time, ceased to be used in Russia after the USSR collapsed in 1991, and the hammer and sickle emblem was no longer visible on the coin. A specialty ornithologist, uh, sorry, no, that's an ornithologist, is a bird person. Atoria, no, oh, bloody hell, I can see why you gave me this one. Atoria, <laughs> no, yeah, somebody who looks at money, Alina Neprekani, Nepreyakina, sorry, said, we operated on Friday and he was discharged on Monday. He's retained full nasal breathing. Atoria, okay, something like that, anyway. I'll, yep. It's a tongue twister. So there's yeah, loads of pictures. To be fair, I didn't, just quickly, to be fair, I didn't actually read the article before I sent it <laughs> to you. So I'm sorry about these words, but I didn't choose to <laughs> send it to you for that reason. No, I, I will learn and master to say this word. Yeah. A tor, a tor There you go. That'll do me. Right. So okay. the man's not the first person to come reacquainted with a foreign object lost up the nose many decades earlier. In 2015, Steve East, and then 51 from Surrey, had a sneezing fit during which the tip of a toy dart shot out of his nose. <laughs> he put it up there aged seven. His parents had taken him to the hospital at the time, but doctors weren't able to remove it. Mr. Easton had often suffered headaches and sniffles, which he put down to hay fever. He said he was completely unaware the dart had been stuck in his nose for 44 years. <laughs> <laughs> Another well-written article by the Metro that grinds to a halt <laughs> abruptly. Uh, yeah, what do you reckon to that one, Gemma? Well, I think that man knows good money. <laughs> he certainly does. It's certainly not something to be sneezed at, is it? <laughs> no, or sniffed at. <laughs> mm. 
<laughs> uh, I like that story. I read the headline and I was like, ah, that seems like a good headline for us. <laughs> but I didn't know about the dart you know, being up the guy's nose. Well, what was it? A toy dart or something? I think so. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but no, yeah. It's crazy, isn't it? What kids put up their noses. It is. I mean, I, to my knowledge, I haven't done anything like that, but no. I do remember a kid at school sticking a crayon up his nose once. <laughs> And it got stuck, or? Uh, yeah, the teacher had to like help him blow it out or something. I don't know. Weirdness. <laughs> well, a friend of mine put a, um, oh, what was it called? It was like a smarty or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, one of those up her nose. <laughs> I don't know why she did it, but, you know, it's so weird. But there you go. <laughs> Kids. Yeah. Who'd have them? Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. Well... I think that's a good place to end this episode, James. What about you? I agree. I concur. Yes. So a man with a coin up his nose. <laughs> <laughs> so I think then, in that case, James, that we've been talking enough Codswallop this week. I have been Gemma. I am still James. Woohoo! But he's not quite <laughs> as vampire, not zombified no. James anymore. I was going to say no. vampire, but I meant zombie. Yes. <laughs> yes. Indeed. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Stay safe, everybody. <laughs> yes, yes, everybody stay safe out there. Yeah. Whether you're in tier one, two, or three, you know, yeah. try and keep positive and it'll all blow over soon. It will. Do the best you can. Let's all go to the Winchester. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 